Hey everybody and welcome to a special holiday week episode of Broadway Radio. My name is Matt Timonini and I am joined by the spectacular, the serendipitous, the, uh, I, I'm trying to come up with something else that starts with an S, the spectacular, did I say that one already? No, that, well, that's the, it's an S, but it's an SH sound. I wanted, I wanted the alliteration, but the stupendous Grace Aki, Grace, uh, other than short, how are you? <laughs> My attention span is also short. No, um, I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. This is great. I love, I love having these conversations, but I feel like we're learning a lot. We are. We are. So as you've already heard, and I'm not exactly sure when all of these things will be dropping, but we've already talked about our favorite things from 2023. So we are now going to be transitioning to what we are most looking forward to in 2024, which is a little bit difficult, Grace, because there are still so many things that we don't know. There's a lot of things that we think, but not everything that we know. It's going to be very difficult. There will certainly be things that are left out just because they haven't been announced yet. So when we look back, there are things that we're going to be very excited about that we just had no way to know were coming. So this is not going to be an exhaustive list by any means, but we're going to do three things a piece. And um, Grace, why don't you go ahead and start us on this one? What is, uh, just for our ordering purposes, the number three thing that you are most looking forward to? Funny enough, all of my answers start with S. I'll just say it. No way. Yes, I'm serious. Okay. <laughs> okay. So the first is swept away. I have been dying to see this show. I I love the Ava Brothers. I love this cast. I love the 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 creative team. Um, I think it's going to be super cool. I hope to see it before the end of the year in DC. That probably won't happen, but they have extended, and I'm hoping that this is. Uh, just a mere catalyst into what I hope to be some type of other iteration of this project in the future of 2024. Okay. Swept away. Here's the thing. If you see it before the end of 2023, I I feel like we have to disqualify it from your list then. Yeah, but that's what I wrote. (laughs) Okay. Fair (laughs) enough. We make up the rules, Matt. That's true. We do. We do. Um, I'm going to also go with another musical that people will get to see very soon, starting on January 12th at MCC. And this is the new musical from Jason Robert Brown and Jonathan Mark Sherman, directed by Daisy Prince, who has obviously been a longtime collaborator of Jason Robert Brown's. This is The Connector. And it is... A show that is very interesting. It's set in the 1990s amid a rapidly changing media landscape. We first meet fast rising rising journalist Ethan Dobson and an assistant copy editor Robin Martinez at the revered magazine The Connector. In a world that values the next big sensation, Ethan's writing prowess and ambition force him to confront how far he'll go for the ultimate scoop and Robin to consider how far she'll go to stop him. The cast in this is great. You've got Max Crumb. Hannah Cruz, Fergie Philippe, Jessica Malaski, who is obviously a longtime JRB muse as well, Ashley Perez Flanagan, Ben Levi Ross, Kyle Sherman, but then also Scott Bakula is in this. Scott Bakula, like the Scott Bakula, Quantum Leap, Dr. Sam Beckett, Scott Bakula. So this is very interesting to me, fascinating by what this is. I am not always a lover of everything Jason Robert Brown. But when he hits, he hits for me. So with a cast like this at MCC, a space that Grace, you and I just absolutely love everything at, like I'm very, very interested to see what this is all about. I've not heard a single note from this, but I am 
very much looking forward to learning everything I can about the connector because this feels more like a JRB thing than like a honeymoon in Vegas or Mr. Saturday night, which I know you love, but like those are things that he Listen, comes into rather he's than write a check. Yeah, right, he's, exactly. He's gotta make the rent. Yes. And, but this feels like an original JRB story where he can really sink his teeth into it. So I'm, I'm very much looking forward to the connector at MCC. Well, lest we forget, Matt, Scott Bakula sang in Cats Don't Dance, the animated feature film. So it's one of my favorites. Scott Bakula can sing. He is good. Um, but yeah, most people know him from Quantum Leap and everything else he's done. Yeah. <laughs> but for me, meow, 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 meow. How, how could we remember that? I uh, have never even heard of that movie. So What? Okay. No, pause. Matt, you have to watch Cats Don't Dance for me. Cats Don't Dance. Okay. Natalie Cole is in it. Oh really? my God. Okay. Jennifer Tilly. Okay. No, I'm finding out where you can stream it, which is part of your job. And um, I need you to watch it. So okay, we'll on. continue let's with just, this list. But. Let's just go, let's just go to my, uh, the website that I, that I edit. Um, what's it called? Cats Don't Dance. Yep. Cats Don't Dance. I own it in s- several copies, so I can't. Cats Don't can't Dance is not. Oh no, that's a, I had a typo. That's why. There we go. Watch for free on Cats YouTube. Don't Dance. It's from March 26th, 1997. It is available on demand from Tubi, which is a, an ad-supported free streaming service. Also, you can get it from Hoopla, which is a streaming service that is completely free. The only thing you have to have to get access to it is a library card. Um, so Hoopla is a great resource there. You can also rent it or buy it from basically all of the video on demand services, Prime Video, Apple TV, iTunes, Google Play, all those things. So sit back and watch it with your niece and nephew you will thank me okay all right uh also one other person that is in this cast that i didn't mention which is my fault is uh alicia roman who is the original pure agua guy from in the heights love his voice Uh, just absolutely love him so uh also throw him in there for the reasons i am looking forward to the connector all right grace what is your next choice in this list my next choice is the potential to see Stereophonic. I am still <laughs> butthurt. I am absolutely I fucking butthurt that I didn't get to see that with you. Um, only death could keep me from it. And I am really devastated that I didn't get to see it off-Broadway at Playwrights Horizons. However, I am really, really hopeful due to the outstanding critical reception of this show that I will get to see it one day. So I am looking forward to the potential of seeing Stereophonic. Again, NS. I feel like this is a show that you will love. Um, It is great acting, compelling characters, interesting stuff. And I, I, I mentioned Stereophonic as my number two favorite play of the year in a previous episode. But I didn't really talk about the fact that, like, the music is great. Like, obviously, um, Will Butler from Arcade Fire, like, knows how to write a, a... pop rock hit but like they really sound like 70s hits uh they're really really good so much better than what i thought we got from daisy jones and the six on prime video and i think you're really gonna love it so i i I am very much looking forward to you having the opportunity to potentially see it in a midtown theater to be named later but there's only one left so maybe it'll end up there all right number two for me is a, another show that 
originally had its roots off Broadway and is coming to Broadway, but it is not one that is a direct transfer because it's previously played off Broadway a number of years ago. And at that point, it starred Carrie Coon. Now, when it comes to Broadway, it will mark the Broadway debut of Rachel McAdams. And that is Amy Herzog's Mary Jane, directed by Ann Kaufman. Amy Herzog, like quickly becoming a, a name we're talking about all the time here, because I mentioned her adaptation of A Doll's House as my favorite play of 2023. She's obviously doing um, An Enemy of the People on Broadway this year. Also having Mary Jane, her original show, coming to Broadway this season. I remember when Carrie Coon did it off Broadway and it was it was the show. It was the thing that everybody had to see. And I unfortunately did not get to see it. But the fact that it's coming to Broadway with Rachel McAdams, uh, I am absolutely fascinated by this because no offense to Rachel McAdams, like there are very few actresses or actors that can compare to Carrie Coon in terms of the depth of her talent. Rachel McAdams has been a movie star for decades now. But I don't know that we've ever seen her have opportunities, maybe I just don't know, maybe we have, to really dive deep into a role in a show like this. Um, I'll read the plot description so you know what it's about, but... Faced with the seemingly insurmountable odds, Mary Jane relies on unflagging optimism and humor, along with the wisdom of the women around her who have become a makeshift family to take on each day. But will inner strength and newfound friendships be enough to see her through? Look, I, I love Rachel McAdams. I, I'm very pro all things Rachel McAdams. She's going to have a moment being on Broadway at the same time that The Notebook is on Broadway. Um, I hope that she can live up to the legacy that Carrie Coon set. And I'm sure that she will be able to, but I just really want to see this show. It begins performances uh, at the Samuel J. Friedman Theater on April 2nd. So Mary Jane, very, very high up on my list, Grace. Wow, that's that's pretty good praise. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know anything about it, so it's just it's just all on vibes and reputation. Yeah. Speaking of vibes, my number one uh, pick of things that I am looking forward to potentially seeing because that's where that's what my list is. Yeah, and um, it, it starts Sunset with Boulevard. S. Oh, okay. it starts with S. It's Sunset Boulevard. Um, Sunset Boulevard has gotten insane reception in London. Haven't seen that type of thing since like you know, uh, the Lehman trilogy um, where people are like hype, hype, hype and follow through. But I haven't talked to a single person that's seen it and not said it's one of their favorite things they've ever seen. So I think that like going back to our conversation about Jamie Lloyd, um, he's really taking over. It's really exciting. Um, I'm very hopeful that this will make a move because it just makes sense at this point. So I'm, I'm hoping for that potential. I'm hoping that Nicole Scherzinger can loosen up her buttons and come back to the U.S. and and make it happen. <laughs> Very well done. Um, good, good pussycat dolls reference there. Yeah, it's kind of mind blowing to me that like this show that in previous incarnations people have really liked. People like Sunset Boulevard, but it has gone from being like, oh, it's an it's like a a, a sub tier Andrew Lloyd Webber show behind Evita and Superstar. And now it's like people are legitimately, like you're saying, like their favorite thing they've ever seen. And I don't know how that happened. Like, I don't know what that means. Like, I don't know what Jamie Lloyd has done with it to make it transcend so much. But clearly he has because many different people from many different walks of life, many different types of, of theater lovers have all said the same thing. So I'm very much with you. I hope that that does make a transfer to New York and whether that's in. I mean, I guess technically it could still be the spring, 
of 2024 or the fall of 2024. I, it could still be even in the spring of 2025. But being a big Sherlock Scherzinger fan from The Masked Singer, I am I'm very much excited to see her do this role. For me, my number one is a show that I've been hyped about for what feels like four or five years now. And it, I mean, it legitimately is. Uh, and that is Limpica coming to Broadway finally on April 14th at the Long Acre Theater. Uh, I've interviewed uh, Matt Gould here about something else, but we talked about it. I've interviewed uh, Eden Espinoza, who will be starring. We've talked about this show. It features a book by Carson Kreitzer, and she wrote the lyrics. And uh, Matt Gould teamed on the book as well. Directed by Rachel Chavkin, choreographed by Raja Feather Kelly. The rest of the cast has not been named uh, other than Eden Espinoza. I'm sure that'll happen after the holidays. But this is a show that it's interesting, Grace, because it has followed kind of the same trajectory of a number of other Rachel Chavkin shows where it has these first initial incarnations that have just kind of blown everybody's mind. Same thing was true of Hadestown um, when they did it uh, off Broadway uh, at New York Theater Workshop. With this, I believe it was, was it Williamstown? They did the first Olympica. People were raving about it. Then when Hadestown went out of town up to Canada, people were like, this is a very different performance and I don't think it's as good. When they did Limpica out in California, I feel like people thought that there was something missing there as well. But as we've seen with Rachel Chapkin, she uses her out-of-town tryouts. Like, she knows what she is doing when she takes a show out of town. And then when she brings it back, like, she takes the best of all of the lessons that she's learned. And I'm hoping and I'm expecting that that'll be the case when it comes to Broadway. Because everything I've heard or seen from this show is amazing. And I can't wait to see if the rest of the cast, what the rest of the cast looks like, because many of the people who did it in La Jolla were different from the Williamstown thing. And then they actually had some people from Southern California that were locals to, I think it was La Jolla, um, do it. So will they be replacing people? I'm not sure. But I love this. The first time I heard Eden do Woman Is at a concert being pre-pandemic, I was like, oh my God, this is incredible. And it's been up on my Instagram for years now, which is why I've been so excited. So very much looking forward to Limpica. The fact that Madonna has now borrowed Limpica art for like her concert, which is is kind of a cool marketing thing, which I don't know if they did new on, you know, I'm sure they didn't have anything to do with it, but like certainly ride that wave as much as you can. But um, Limpica coming to Broadway finally in April after years of waiting and uh, excited to finally have an opportunity to see it, Grace. Yeah, I think that that also is probably in my most looking forward to. We've talked about on the show before. I stay clear away from things that I feel will deeply affect me. Case in point, me just seeing Merrily. So I think that this one um, is going to be the same case. And I am looking forward to not looking forward to very much falling in love with the show. Yeah. All right, let us know what your favorite things that you were looking forward to in 2024 are. You can hit us up on social media at Broadway Radio, me at BWW Matt, and Grace at It's Grace Aki. All right, everybody, have a wonderful day, and we'll be back to talk to you very, very soon.